This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, so I have down, we're holding on page 232. Um, so... It was very, dis- Yaakov Avinu was distraught. He couldn't, um, you, you couldn't comfort him because he was, because of Yosef. So the, this over here, this is a piece from the Barbanel, And he explains what was, what was the, the, the oimek of his Avelus. The omnum, flogas Avelus Yaakov umokum temerav. So he says, to understand it, 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 in other words, there's always a nichum of avelim. People are misnachim and avelim, and over here there didn't seem to be any nichum. Avamitas inyan azehu kina kadosh baruch hu hiskin binyan obes vashvatim dugmas oylem elyan ashmeimi. Klal Yisrael. So this is uh, the Akeda says. This is the truth is that Rabbi Nachman quotes the Akeda quite often. So it's probably the same. It's it's the same uh, point. Um. The Ovals and the Shvatim and so on were not just people who happened to be righteous. And the Melech said he gave them a prize. This was actually the construction of a Ruchnistika world that was um, supposed to emulate the real Ruchnistika world. Um, so let, let's let's talk a little bit. Let me explain the, the point. Um, the the um, the Rishonim saw uh, the Rambam, uh, the, 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 all, all the Kadmonim. They understood that there are many stratas of worlds, which we also understand. That's that's the whole concept in Kabbalah of all the different worlds that are aligned. But they were very they they understood the celestial worlds to be also aligned with all of this, meaning the things that were conceptually true about. What comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu has expressed itself, and all of that—that that is um, that expresses itself in the heavenly bodies. And by looking at the heavenly bodies, you can get a sense of the relationship of different halachas Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that becomes the physical world as we know it. Um, in in Kabbalah, it's spheres and alamos. In the Kadmonim and and, and two thousand seven, well, also they use the celestial worlds. So Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and the Shvatim were all connected the pattern of Ruchnius, meaning that pattern conceptually would repeat itself in our world. So, in a very brief way, and this is the the, the world was consists of many concentric rings around the earth. For instance, a person is standing on the earth and he looks up in Shemayim and he sees things, he sees the sun, the moon, the planets, 
all the stars together circling around. So we can picture ourselves to be in the middle of these circles. Then there must be some big circle that is spinning all these other circles. And that circle is being spinned by Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's more or less the picture in, in, in by everybody. Uh, Aristotle had the same type of picture. And there was always the... So Avram Avinu was that first galgal that spins everything. The mover of everything. And that's and that's why he goes from Mizrach to Mayrev. So it's as if the, there's a big wheel that is the force that, that runs all the other wheels, that moves the other wheels. Um, so even though some of the planets orbit in a counter orbit, they're not aligned with the, with the main orbit, but it's not different than when you have wheels and, and if, you, if you put the gears correctly, they can be spinning the opposite direction. It's, it's just a question of setting up the wheels properly. Avram was the moving force. He, he's the initiative, he's the initiator, and he starts everything. So even though there were different spin-offs that were going in different directions, but the force that pushed the world to recognize something was Avram. And then you have the goggle that's spinning all the 12 mazolis. So you have 12 is, you have 12 bands of, the, of stars. So 12 is the final number in these heavenly bodies. So all of these uh, different, um, the, the, the great people in Israel fit a certain pattern. Then he brings a Pazik from Ishaya. So he compares us to all the stars, the sun, Yemiyad brings the Pasik, and so on. So um, so all of these are made parallel to each other. Now, th- this is true in, in, in every way possible. For instance, let, let's take in, the number 10. The number 10 is a number that um, is, 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 is people have 10 fingers, which creates a situation where 10 is the base for our counting. Um, 10 means we count. 10 individual digits, and then we come to a new unit called one, one tens, tens. And um, this is true about how we count. 
This is true about what constitutes a tzibur of Asura and Kedusha and all of that. All, all of these phenomena um, are uh, aligned with each other. So the fact that in Shemayim you have a certain structure that you can break down, uh, you have ones, you have threes, you have sevens, you have twelves. So 12 is very, very important. It means that to, to, in order to have the full structure, you need to have 12. If, if a person were, for instance, if somebody were to come and to remove one band of stars, everything would collapse because all the heavenly bodies are somehow balanced with each other um, through forces, through gravity or whatever. And therefore, the 12 is something which is a full, a full um, uh, spread of, of, of uh, what's necessary. Just like you can't have a full world without having all of the pieces in place, and you can't take out part of the heavenly bodies and say, okay, it's going to be now 11 bands of stars. Had clouds not been built on all the pieces that are necessary, it wouldn't go. And the same thing, represent three different, the three great strata. One is the divine, which is above everything. Then the Bishnashmaimi, which means the celestial bodies, and then the earthen bodies. That's Kuna Levi Levi and Yisrael. You missing one of them, it, it means everything's missing. I, I want to add a point. When people speak about Abbas Yisrael and things of that nature, so um, liking each other is really, really nice, but that's not what really the oymik of Abbas Yisrael. The oymik of Abbas Yisrael is the understanding that without all the pieces, nothing works. It's just like you might have a very complex machine that has thousands of pieces. Any piece that's critical means the whole machine doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't go by rave. If I have 9,900 pieces added out of 9,991 pieces, it's going to work. It doesn't. If it's missing a piece, it doesn't work. Kali Yisrael, in its basic structure, three of us, if it'd be missing one av, it wouldn't be. Um, the 12 shvatim, you're missing one shavit, no Kali Yisrael exists. Um, if you're missing from the Ayin Skenim, and so on. The Kali Yisrael has a certain structure, and that structure is um, not a mikra, it's be'etzim. Last paragraph. V'zeh tam ha'charod ha'gdola she'chol k'zabalash we give us. So he says that, I don't know if the two lines. In Yisbar Mizah she'es b'nei Yaakov sh'em osi yadav ha'chrechi. So Yaakov having 12 children was mukrach. So having 12 Shvatim wasn't just how many Shvatim you have, 
so if we're missing one, it's tragic. But you know, we have we have eleven. It's also nice. It, it's not twelve times one. It's each one is a necessary piece. Twelve shvatim means we need the twelve shvatim to form a kaiyisrael. And if you're missing one of the shvatim, then then there is no kaiyisrael. You have a lot of nice people, but kaiyisrael requires all the pieces working. Each one represents a critical piece. Everything was down the drain. It wasn't missing a child. The dream of having Kalisol was gone. If a person takes one out of ten, he, he no longer has any tens. He has many, he has nine singles, but he has zero tens. So missing one out of a group of ten is the same. So you find the same thing, for instance, when you have a Sefer Torah and you're missing one letter, the Sefer Torah is possible, period. It doesn't make a difference that you have so many other letters. So any person in saw that we're missing, we're missing Kaisal. Uh, I think I've said over this myself quite a few times, but it's 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 a it's a very very it's, it's a very um, important story. When 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 my share was Nifta, so there was a um, I, you know, I was sitting here by the shiva, most of the shiva like everybody else, and a mechubedikah person came, sat down, didn't say anything, and before he got up to leave, I was very curious to know who it was. Nobody seemed to know who he was. I asked him who he is. And he told me his name, it was either Sofer or Schreiber. I don't remember. And I asked him, had you know my shver? So he said he did not. So I asked him, so what brings you here? So he told me my father knew his father. So I asked him, what? what, what? He said his father was the Das Sofer who had come from Europe and um, after the war from Hungary. In Hungary, in Pressburg, he had a a very, he had a very chosh rabbonis, and um, he came to Eretz Yisrael. He had a yeshiva. He had a yeshiva in Pittsburgh. He, he was a grandson of the of some sefer, and he had a yeshiva there. And the um, and the came to Israel. He had nothing. A few months after he came to Israel, Rabbi Finkel knocked on his door and introduced himself, and he said that he would like. He would like to open up a, a, a yeshiva in partnership. So he's kind of very taken. He said, you know, I'm very, very honored, but my derech learning and your derech learning have nothing in common. I, I don't see how we could have the yeshiva together. It doesn't make any sense. So he said, no, my, my feeling, my, my proposition is you take care of the education and you, and you teach and get to obey and do whatever you need to do. And I'll fund it for three years. That's the partnership. So he was kind of shocked, and he said, "Like, why? Like, what? What is it to you?" So he told him, 
every chalik of Torah needs to remain. All chalikid Torah need to remain in the world. And I looked around and I saw that Hungarian Torah is not here anymore. And you're probably the only person that can bring it back. So that's why I want to support it. But his point was every every different Knech and Torah is, is, is not just a mikra. It's something that's important in the big picture of Torah. It obviously takes the perspective of a very big person who, I mean, it was he himself in his own yeshiva was was barely managing and financially and bachem wise and anything, but 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 this perspective that Torah has many facets to it, and and to, all of Torah needs all the other facets to be a double shalom. And if we're missing something that's very very critical, we don't have it. So by shvatim also, it's it's it Klaiso is called the kahal goyim. The target says Kinsha Shiftaya. We are uh, uh, there are nations. We are a, an integration of a few nations, and if of twelve, and if if one of those twelve is missing, we're lacking Klal Yisrael. He has a question. Yeah, the the shvatim they all come from the avos, but there's four shvatim that don't come from the imaos. Do they play that same role? I, well, since we can't up any, we can't add up twelve without them. Then the answer is yes. Their the, the role is different. Not that it, they never stressed. The name was never stressed as being different in any way. So um, I guess they're the same. They 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 they, they sort of may, might be a branch of a branch, but they still count as shvatim. Never seen any afchana afterwards. Okay, the next one is. Yehuda tells Onan Boyal Ashes Achicha via Bemoisa, Vakem Zel Achicha. So he uses the word Yibum via Bemoisa, Vahoka Zel Achicha. Haben Yikra al Shem Ames Lashem Rashi. The Ainzemis Kimisa turned Nemagamkin Yokashim Achiva Mace, Liam Shoysol, Vena Yavim Mitsubilikrad, Labishim Machames, and Forshimar, that you have no Chiv to call the child after the Nifta. So, so there isn't any um, mitzvah here to like Rashi, what Rashi seems to say that that is that, that he's named after his brother. And what's the problem? Why would he have a problem naming a child after Nifta? What does that mean? So this is one of those soydays which which was given over to us. The um, let's just take a minute with this expression. Rabban's expression is um, it's very very exquisite. He says when we talk about soyd misoydes atayra. So normally we're talking about. Something that has no real physical manifestation or seichel, 
manifestation. It's not not sickly, it's not physical, and so on. But um, it's people who have an extra sense can sense it. I I, um, I read a while back that there are people, a normal person can recognize X amount of colors, um, forgot how many thousand colors, and there are people that can recognize a lot more colors, and they can see many more, um, many more shades of colors than the normal person can, can see. So there is a, there are soydas of Torah, which for many people, they remain soyed. This is what it is. And that's all we have. And some people can actually have a feeling for it. They knew and understood that it was a big house for the nifta. So, so the Ramban says, Mitzad the Inyan, it really is anyone that's close, that was close to Nifta, the closer the better. And marrying it is like, is good for the Neshama, it's good for the Nifta. And they would marry Shemesa. I don't know if the Minigi says was before Yudah, but Yudah certainly had it. And that's why it was called a soid. And, and let's understand just the word soid over here. The word soid means it had not yet been revealed. No one exactly knew. When Torah comes along and gives the Pasha Yibum, we know it. Before that, it was something that wasn't given, so it was hidden. And they understood that 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 um, some car of taking over the nifter's, nifter's wife is a toels for the nifter. Sharman gives a tam to the mitzvah, so to speak. And he says that the time of the mitzvah is that um, there is a toalus, but the Torah limited it to the brother because that was the most common one. You know, everyone else is going up a generation, going down a generation, and so on. He's broken away from his family. Doesn't want to do right by his brother passed away. So um, he said, by so a, it used to be that close people to the nifta would do would do the yibum and is understood that doing the yibum would be um would be a big talus the Torah came along and assured craven so they fell off and only a brother was left but other people that are related if they don't have an isa curva definitely are good candidates for it now Obviously, if there's a mitzvah yibum in a place where there's a chiv yibum, 
that that's a brother only. And friends and relatives are not really are not, are not part of the picture. That's partial. But in cases where you don't have a brother, in cases where all you have is a, um, a close relative, a, 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 one that's mutter, obviously, then it becomes a good thing for him to, to do the Yibum. Um, and therefore, Boaz was not a uh, brother, but, but, but it was right for Boaz as a cousin, as a family member, to, um, to take over, to, to be Miyavit. So Ramadan is explaining the, there's a mitzvah of Yibum and there's a concept of Yibum. The concept of Yibum is not restricted to a brother. The concept of, of Yibum is a general, a curve taking over the, the, the household. So it, it, in its source, it included all family members and all peripheral family members. The Torah came along and assured close family members and gave it as a mitzvah to a brother. But absent that, or before Matan Torah, then anyone else as well, anyone in the family could have done the Yibu. And that's exactly what it was over here. It was meant to be some sort of Maisi Yibum, which, um, the, the, you know, he was supposed to take it over. And the fact that he didn't, you know, that's why he had the story over here. But al Kapanim, um, Yibum is a bigger Indian, and the Torah gave it one specific, um, for whatever, for, for many reasons, the Torah limited to, to only that specific case. Um, the, uh, the Ramban does not explain what the Torah of the Sibim is, not, not Mignone to explain it over here, it's not, but just the understanding that Yibim is like that. I, I want to add one more point. It means, since for us Yibum is like a total Tzersakasif, it just, out of blue, there's nothing to translate it. Marriage is something that you can translate in any language. I remember, um, once when I found that the, the, the English translation of Yibum was levered marriage. So I thought, wow, that, so it, it exists. The Goyim have something like that. And I ran eagerly to the dictionary to look it up. And it said levered marriage, the type of marriage described in Deuteronomy and business page. So I, I lost, there was no, uh, it, it, it didn't help very much. But I put him, the concept of Yibum is a is an Indian of them is taking over, and and sort of taking over the work that your cousin brother had started, and and bringing it to fruition. That's really what it, what it is. Like every person has a tafkid, and when a person leaves over and tafkid undone, you take over that tafkid and and move it forward. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Good. In the first sticker with Dar Rabbanel, is that the Sarashatim? Is that an, uh, um, not returning? Is that uh, so? That, that's something which really needs explanation 100%. And um, if you hold it not returning, what's the Pshat? It does say that Kalashal today is called Yehuda, so, so that means that somewhere we coil of the others. Um, Futna had a piece once on Hanukkah that Morgan Avram. That once Kuna became bottle, Malz came bottle, it became subsumed in Taira. The only way you can understand if they don't come back is that we have within us, we have 
um, Shvatim. It also, you know, we have it within our Tunas and Efesh. The Gemara, it seems to be, the Gemara said there was somebody who used to say Don Dini, and they knew it was from Shevet Don. Somebody said, um, that I would want to live by Chayf Yamim, and they realized it was Vulin. It could also be there are traces of those Shvatim left, but the main corpus went, went to Golis, they didn't. There are different ways to, to explain how, but, but you're right. It was, Rashi and Shoftim says that in Binyanamin, there's 12 Shvatim from, that there had to be 12 Shvatim from Rachel. That's why Binyanamin had 10 sons. Right. Um, so again, it, 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 it wouldn't, but, but the, the characteristics, the Binyanim that it represented, um, those, those have to stay in Kalah Yisrael. Okay, a good fach.